0: Not be that smart and they may not be that pretty but they like to talk about cardiff city it's the view
1: from the ninny and with views from the ninny and not shoes from the ninny and the view from the ninny welcome back to the view from the ninny in a podcast with a difference this week as we won a game of football this is not a drill we won a game of football Joining me to dissect the action as always is Ben Price. Ben, why are we doing this podcast at 10 past nine on a Tuesday? Because I wanted to watch Bake Off. You did want to watch Bake Off. Um, For all those interested, we will be launching our um, sister podcast for you from the Bake Off tent um, in the next few weeks. Uh, Ben, who's your favourite?
0: Everyone should be supporting Jürgen. 100%. He's just a great, great man.
1: Okay, Doki. And Tom Phillips is joining me always. Um, Tom, you didn't watch Bake Off?
2: Uh, no, I didn't. No, I don't I, know. <laughs> I got to <nothing laughs> add. You, you don't know what you're missing out on. Cup of tea, My,
0: nice cake from uh, from Lidl. It's lovely. I do know what I'm missing out on. It's people in intent baking. It's good. The drama. I mate, last, last week stressed me out more than Cardiff City do. i don't to the piss. Nah, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> mate, caramel week, it was fucking intense. It was Always intense. Making yeah. a test.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <go. laughs> but Ben, this week Cardiff City didn't stress you out, did they? Because they won a game of football.
0: Oh, I don't know. They had their moments. <laughs>
1: yeah, their moments. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, the first point on the agenda, Ben, is we done, gone, and won a game. Um, how nice was it to revisit that winning feeling with a winning goal from everyone's favourite headbanded Vaseline head, Kiefer Moore.
0: It was just perfect, wasn't it? The headband, ninety-third minute winner, youngster crossing in for the, for the assist. Oh, I was just joyous. I got to, I watched it at my in-laws and got told off to my three-year-old nephew for jumping up and down swearing. What did you and say? I I might have told him to shut up after he said that to me. Good enough for him. But it was worth it. How old is he? Three. Uh, did you say shut the fuck up or just shut up? I did just say shut up. Good. Well done. Good at least you were, at least you
1: won that battle. Um... Tom, how nice is it seeing Kiefer Moore score a brace again? Um, you know, he's he's got a couple goals now in the last few games. Um he looked like he was carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders for, for much of McCarthy's opening games of this season, but now he looks like he's happy again.
2: Yeah, he looked it just looked like relief, didn't it, when he was sliding on the floor. And I just just so happy for him. And you could see after him he was so chuffed that he could say he scored three and three. So just <laughs> like the same, to say just scored two in one game and one in the three all draws. Like, yeah, it's scored three and three. But no, he was buzzing, wasn't he? And he he does deserve it because he's had zero service in the games this year. And like we've said before, he he was winning headers, trying to run after it and then win it again. And at least he's got, I don't know, a bit of ball being played into him now and he's benefiting from it. And, no, it's class. And with the headband on as well, you know, iconic.
1: Um, ben, you already mentioned it, the kind of youngsters making a difference um, and, and Tom, you've just touched on it there, the service coming in. How good was the cross from, was it Isaac Davis for the the, the second goal? Um, kind of sprinting to the byline, getting across into the back post is exactly
0: what you want from a winger, isn't it? It was. I'm putting, that, um, putting the Huddersfield player on his arse at the same time. Yeah. It was just textbook. You couldn't, like, like your lad hasn't dreamt of anything as good as that cross for his first sort of goal contribution. It was superb. <laughs> so good. just perfect height for it someone like Kiefer to attack. It's exactly what we've been crying out for all for all season, just that sort of ball being put in on a regular basis. We've had a bit of it with Giles, but yeah, for a young lad, that was seriously impressive.
1: Tom, do you think that's the the Morrison effect there? Kind of, you know, Davis is a young player who's been playing with him in the under twenty threes, the under eighteens, he's he's now getting the kind of confidence to go and do it in the first team. Do you think that's the the pathway that we need from a coach who's gonna have the players trust to get them out on the pitch
2: and get results? Yeah, I think like McCarthy did a good job, to be fair, in bringing youngsters in. But I feel feel like Morrison was doing it at the right times in the last few games. He's put them into change games and put them in the right areas. And, you know, Isaac Davis came on and made a huge difference. And, you know, he knew that he would because he's seen him play on a regular basis with the youth team. You know, he's not gambling as such. He knows who to bring on and when to do it. And like Benson. that ball in was great. It's just effortless as well. It was like a little dig, wasn't it? Yeah. He didn't have to put his laces through it. There's almost a little bit, slightly different, but like but the does when he did, you know, when he digged it up for Vokes, that kind of effortless, almost putting a backspin on it. It was kind of, he didn't have to put his foot through it. Straight up in the air, he knew exactly where he was putting it. He wasn't just putting it into an area, he was aiming for more. And then the header at the end of it. But yeah, you know, like you say, Morrison knows, he knows what to get out of certain youngsters. And it, you know, we got we rode our luck in that game, there's no doubt about it. But this is only going to stand us in good stead. The more youngsters we get on the field and we start winning when they're there as well, you know, we get a bit of momentum going.
1: You talk about the youngsters, I think. Um, if you look at the 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 kind of ending team, you had Harris on the pitch, um, you had oh, Harris started, sorry, you had Davis on the pitch, you had Colwell, um, on the pitch, on the bench, you also had Chankazimba and Kieran Brown, and of course, people like McGuinness and NG. And no slouches themselves in terms of age. Um we talk about youngsters making an impact then. Um the first goal was a uncharacter uncharacteristic mistake uh from Mark McGuinness. Um a terrible back pass, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I just like it's one of those things. We've we've done it, all done it in Saturday and playing Sunday league. It's just one of those pass don't shake your head like that, Phillips. Oh, you <laughs> have it because you're a goalie um, normally.
2: Yeah, I'd
0: never played in seven years, but it's fine. <laughs> but um yeah, look. The amount of times and how good he's been in the last few weeks even in a struggling team you can forgive him for a mistake like that it's a shocker but he's young he's going to learn from it and i can't see him making the same mistake twice it also doesn't help then that i have no idea what happened to curtis nelson but he became the softest man on the planet then trying to make the second the last ditch tackle it's not his fault the goal went in it was nothing he could do at that point but he just sort of crumbled into just nothingness
1: um I was going to say something in particular then, but it's completely disappeared out of
2: my mind uh, about but, Mark McGuinness. the oh, Mark McGuinness, uh, yeah, I'll take it over, why not? Uh, Thanks, no, like When he signed for us, there was like a few, when you looked at what Ipswich fans were saying, they were saying he had a mistake in him, he was a bit raw, There's clearly talent there. So, you know, it's not the first time he's done something like this, but you can clearly see he hasn't been doing it as much as he probably was in his spell at Ipswich. He's going to make a mistake um, or two going forward, but we've just got to stick with him because, you know, McCarthy said it, you know, the players who've been playing with him are saying that he's clearly got quality. He's clearly, I think, got a bit more ability than some of the other defenders we've got in our squad. So add experience to that. And he's gonna be he's gonna be huge for us in the coming seasons. He's got leadership
0: qualities about him as well, hasn't he? It's yeah. sort of for a young lad, he's very vocal, very not afraid to put his opinion across. He's just always barking, which you want from a centre back, you need someone talking, which sometimes yeah. we're lacking. As good as Nelson's been at times, um, you wouldn't say sort of being a vocal, strong, leading centre back or captain material is there with him, same with probably Brown. But you look at someone like McGuinness, you could easily see him when Morrison moves on, easily sort of club looking right. He's someone to build the club around him, giving him the armband.
1: Do you just say Kieran Brown's not captain material? Yes. Well, uh, we'll like a a Pirates. No, no, no. No, during the week he is team leader at CEX. Um, so I think, you know, he leads a the team there, you know, on his monster energy drink hype. Um, what I was going to say about McGuinness was that when Arsenal fans, when he left Arsenal during the summer, um, uh, a lot of them said they would like to keep him because he's a ball playing decent centre half and he, they'd like to see him at least given, not, you know, a chance in perhaps in the league, but in the cup games to see what he could do. Um, and I think we are seeing that as a, as a ball player coming through. Um, uh, you say we rode our luck, uh, Ben, they hit the post and a few clear chances, but is that something that we've been missing in recent weeks? Um, you know, we even against Fulham where we were taking those pot shots from the side of the, you know, side of the goal, they they hit the bar rather than going in. Other clubs were kind of getting their luck or we weren't getting them.
0: Do you do you think we're we are we are now starting to see the luck come through for us? I think so. I think the players sort of making their own luck as well, but you get that little bit. It's amazing how a shot not going in, just hitting the posts, changes the momentum of a game and sort of gives players that belief of. All right, we've got a chance here. This is we're not out of it now. We've got a chance, there's a bit of belief there. And yeah, look, we haven't had much luck. It's been as much as we've been our own downfall, for, it's been a couple of bits where balls have just bounced towards the opposition more favorably. And now it seems like it seemed like that on Saturday that we were starting to get our own way a bit with that bounce rubber of the green. So it was refreshing to see that as well.
1: Except the McGuinness back pass. That was
0: bad luck. It was, uh, but after that it seemed to go all right, because Danny Ward should have scored. Ah,
1: it's the classic Danny Ward cap um, cannon. Danny Ward should have scored. Everyone thinks he's better than he is, but he's shite.
0: And he ran
1: Um out. <laughs> Did the Cardiff fans sing Danny, Danny Ward, Danny, Danny Ward?
0: Probably they don't. Doesn't take a lot for him to get into a song like that. Yeah, no,
1: it doesn't.
0: I was disappointed no. the Fraser Campbell chant it didn't come back though when he came on, but I was half expecting him to score a goal past us to be honest.
1: What was the Fraser Campbell chant?
0: goals Fraser campbell will always score goals oh yeah
1: i, remember I like that that's that a classic um I'm tom looking at fop mob uh please sponsor us um we dominated the shots we dominate the chances created we ha- hit 356 accurate passes which must be a new record for Cardiff city um i don't think we've ever breached 300 before um a pass success rate of 76 um uh, 56% possession. Um, somehow they had more expected goals than us. Um, 2.3 to our 0.79. Um, but we attempted 470 passes overall. Um, under McCarthy, I think we were attempting uh, minus four passes per game. <laughs> um, it's incredible the the difference that Morrison has had in such a short space of time, isn't it?
2: I think he's just gone to players, right, I know you actually want to play a little bit and actually want to knock it about, go and express yourself a little bit, like... Just like stay organized, but pass it to each other. Don't you don't have to just love each other. You know, I'm sure you've passed it to each other before. Go for it, and it's, yeah, but
1: it, fair <laughs> hey, play Marlon. Me. This is Joe Ralls. Joe Ralls is Marlon Pack. <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't hit it over his head. Yeah, pass yeah, it yeah. to him. But like, I think we can't underestimate really the difference he has made. And like, we have rode our luck. You know, we took like a, an unbelievable save from Smithies in that game to keep us in it. You know, that goes in. That game's over. But you know, we've got a win and a draw in the last three games. You know, we were crying out for being in with a sniff of winning a game under McCarthy in his last eight games. And, you know, Morrison's come in and got two results in three games. So he, he's clearly made a difference and the players are responding. You can see they're happier after the game in they're speaking in co- press conferences. You know, even after the, the QPR game, like, yeah, we got nothing from it. We lost the game at home, but we showed a bit of ambition at times. And it's going to take mm-hmm. time for it to get like a lot better but there's already signs of it because you know Huddersfield what were they fourth in the league going into that game it's not as if they were like yeah yeah, it's not like they were rock bottom and we've scraped past them we've beaten a good side there who are in form we're not just beating minnows so yeah it's, it's hugely encouraging signs and yeah fair play to Morrison
1: Morrison with only one R. Um, everyone remember that, please. Um you was you were spelling it wrong as you were saying it then. That's you all could we tell, you actually. could tell you could tell us rolling. Yeah, it there was too many R's there. in there, too many R's in there. Um on that front, then managerial update. Um, you know, it's it's what everyone wants to hear. It's what we thought we'd have sorted out by now, but going into the international break, we're still with Morrison in the caretaker role, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, despite some people wanting us to rush out and appoint whoever we could get our hands on. Um Flynn was at the game last Saturday. Um, it looked like he was more in a box than anything, or just in the Rico uh, suite signing programs of people. Um, I'm not sure what capacity he was in. It does look like it's a kind of straight shootout now between Stevie Morrison with one R and, and Flynn with two ends. Um, who do you think is going to get it? Um,
0: who, who would you put your money on at this stage? Honestly, I can't call it. You don't know how I, I can't tell how that club's thinking at the moment. Because Flynn's obviously Flynn's like clearly been invited invited there. It's not like his agent's gone out and bought a ticket just to sort of shit stay Like I can't see that happening. So obviously there's communication between the club and him. Uh-huh. But Morrison's done a hell of a job, and you sort of hear sort of um, Kiefer came out in the press and sort of when asked if he'd be happy for Morrison to take the job on full time, he was happy, he said he'd be 100 for it. So the players have obviously going you know, to have some saying if the board's reading that and saying right, the players are behind the manager then for me, it should be going to Morrison because the improvement's been ridiculous in a few weeks.
2: So
1: that's it, Tom, same question to you, please.
2: Well, just between those two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shoot out, mate. You know, they're, they're taking 10 paces and they're letting off a gun. Who
2: are you keeping? Well, I've think i I've got a feeling they'll go for Flynn. Um, I think, you know, he is tried and tested as a first team manager. He turned that, he turned Newport around, you know, on the brink of dropping out of the league. And not only that then, but going forward, you know, cup runs and, you know, playoff appearances and stuff like that. They didn't just stagnate. You know, he he did turn them around and that's going to, you know, was he now 40, 41? You know, he's still a young manager who's got a lot on his CV already. So as a chairman, they're probably looking at it thinking, you know, that this is, it could be a great appointment for us. But I don't know why we wouldn't look at someone like Daniel Farker now, you know, or, or Dean Smith. You know, I I know they were on big money where they were, but they're not going to be one of a uh, to be out of a job for too long. You know, this is a good time to try and get a hold of someone like that, get them straight back in through the door, so they don't have time to think. You know, Farker did an unbelievable job on a shoestring budget, not rich, so there's no reason he couldn't do the same with us. So I'd be looking there, but being card Cardiff. I can't see that happening.
1: Do you think Ben? That's why they delayed it. Um, you know, we've seen a couple of. Uh, heavy, heavy kind of you know, as, as, as Tom said, there, Dean Smith's gone, Daniel Fark has off. Um, do you think there's they've delayed it to see if they could get one of those in, or do you think that's far too sensible for a basket case of a club like ours?
0: I think that's far too sensible. They've not, I don't know, they had any inkling that this was going to happen. And knowing the way our club operates, if any manager out of the lot that's been sacked this weekend is going to come back, it's going to end up being Warnock, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the way the club operates. Um, yeah, I'd I'd like for us to sort of think perhaps we might have that ambition and look at it. But then you also look, Smith looks like he could be going to Norwich. is probably gonna have a bit of a rest and then sort of But God, he's gotta go chasing. back to his job. He's gotta go back to his job voicing Kermit the Frog, hasn't he? I thought <laughs> I thought he was the voice of the um pigs, three little pigs from Shrek. Well, he does
1: both, right? But obviously, Shrek filming is only part of the year, while Kermit the Frog is more of a, a regular gig. Oh, fair so. enough, yeah. He took, he took a sabbatical from that, and he didn't think he'd be gone that long. But um, the Hensons have got a new um, new new Christmas film to do. I don't know why do the Christmas film in the start of November. They're kind of fucking close, aren't they? <laughs> it's like in Love Actually, where he's doing six weeks before Christmas he's doing his Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to laugh. You'd have done that in the summer, Bill Nighy. Um, Different question, Ben. Flynn versus Morrison. Who excites you more? Who gets your Jimmy's
0: wrestling? Um, beauty wise, it's Morrison because I'm just that looking hairline, at... isn't it? What's that I'm looking at Flynn's Wikipedia. That's a fucking tough paper round he had. Jesus, <laughs> forty-one. He looks like his paper round was in Chernobyl.
1: Problem is, whenever I look him up, I always get the defense secretary from America.
0: <laughs> and we're gonna have that joke constantly if he gets a job as well. And I cannot be asked for that.
1: <gasps> Michael Flynn's only eight years older than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I mean he's played for some clubs, isn't he? Newport, Barry, Newport, Barry again. Wigan, Blackpool, Gillingham, Blackpool again, Huddersfield, Darlington, Bradford, Newport, then Undy Athletic, then back to Newport. So uh, having a look at his honours. Yep, no honours on Wikipedia. He didn't win a thing in his
2: football career. But well, he was there he got from the conference did he as a player yeah but I think
1: it doesn't it doesn't necessarily list managerial on sometimes wikipedia no,
2: no he, wasn't it. That, was it? he was he oh,
1: was yeah it player uh, well from, yeah. it doesn't list it so uh, can oh no be, uh, you
0: 2015
2: could... that would have been he was undy then I think
1: if you've got a problem go to wikipedia and edit it because it's an open source thing you can just change it
2: No, fair. yeah that's my
0: night sorted So um, twenty twenty twelve Newport Open Road. I thought it was like four or five years ago. It's been they've been up quite a while now, haven't they? Yeah. Sorry. So now I'm talking shite. It was back of the club. Um, So Morrison with one R for for Ben Tom. Does Flynn excite
1: you or does Morrison excite you? Uh,
2: Neither of them really, and they both come across as questionable characters. uh, Is my impression (laughs) of what I get from them. I'm not sure the blokes I'd want to go for a pint with, and. I don't know. I never thought I'd say I mean, this, but make sure whatever you say next,
0: from me and my experience, drop the word allegedly in.
2: I'm not, no, no, not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm not going to say any anything like that. I'm just saying... No, it's nothing like that. I just think they're both a bit, they're both a bit helmety, aren't they? Yeah, they come across as knobheads in press conferences. Yeah, and, like every, and they just don't... If things go wrong at the club, I was, as we know, it happens quite a lot. I'm not sure they're characters you want... In charge, I'm not sure so how much they would deflect attention away from players and stuff like that. You know, as much as I didn't like Mick McCarthy by the end of his ring because he didn't exactly, you know, warm to us, he he did kind of deflect attention away from players in a way. Do you know I mean where I can see Morrison with one <laughs> eye throwing people straight under the bus? <laughs> um,
1: I I once saw, and this is um, God's honest truth. I once saw um, Mickey Flynn in peppermint in Cardiff. And he was smoking a cigarette. So
0: bad man, bad yeah, bad so, man. Um, in. Make make
1: of that what you will. But that you know, he might you might smoke. I don't he's know.
0: Also, he's also an estate agent, and that's disgusting.
1: Is he an estate agent?
0: Yeah, he is previously a director of Newport Estate Agent Newport <laughs> Estate Agency named Crook Hudson and Flynn, and is now a director of Estate Agency
2: David Spencer Limited. I think he's done quite well out of it from what I've heard. Yeah. he teamed up with Mark Hudson
1: for that, and I don't know uh, the guy from Crookers. Um, I couldn't think of anyone called Crook um, apart from someone I know from Cardiff. Um, ben, you've already touched upon it. Uh, Neil Warnock has left Middlesbrough. Um, go on. Would you would you welcome him back with open arms?
0: To watch a game, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's it's coming tight. back to manage. For a pint, definitely. Come back as managed, No. And it honestly, it worries me the amount of people that were like tweeting a couple of weeks ago and under McCarthy. Oh, we need we need to sort of before forward thinking, look at a younger name, look at someone with a bit of like more modern modern take on football. The second Warnock becomes available, Neo Warnocks Barmy Army. <laughs> it was were even for even for us, our fans, and how fickle we are, it was amazing how quickly they changed their shoe.
1: Tom, would you would you get Warnock back in the dugout?
2: No. No, um, no, and I don't think Sharon would left him anymore. I think he's, you think he's pushed it a bit far since announcing his retirement at Palace, was it? And then mm-hmm. he said after Rotherham that'd be his last job, then with us about five times, and then went to Borough. Surely he's going to stop now. You know where he's going, boys. Where's he going? Yorkshire lad, just
0: sacked their manager, in a bit Aren't of a I trouble, relegation trouble uh yeah, oh, Sharon. Sharon said, like, I have one last run in Barnsley, and that'll be me. The them out... Barnsley
2: before No, but Barnsley Barnsley are quite a progressive looking like, like forward thinking club where they they've got a molder manager they bring in they play a certain type of football I, as much as it kind of does fit the narrative, i I really don't think that'll happen, but it would be funny it would be it's it's just that Barnsley
0: my kind of my kind of club my kind of people you can see it's got you? you can yeah, see It's, it's it just in. It's there yeah. everything there you know keeps them up they do all right sort of finish 18th in the table he stays Sometimes there for another extent- three or four
1: months yeah. then he leaves by December yeah <laughs> Classic. it's the classic Warnock <laughs> narrative <laughs> it's the classic Warnock yeah. narrative um well there so I, I mean hopefully this time next time we do a podcast we'll have a new manager to talk about um it would be nice wouldn't it instead of just a, a caretaker um it does seem like the club are viewing towards morrison if the rumours is on twitter to be believed um and moving on to twitter we had a lot of questions on the on the replies this week, Tom's nodding his head at how professionally seamless that's Stop little link saying was.
2: about how good a segue is. Every week. I have to, I have to because I always I'm always pleased <laughs> with it.
1: I'm always pleased with it. Um, first question comes from Ryan, friend of the pod and podcaster at Alternative Wales. More on him later. It's all well and good getting a good managerial appointment in, but I think the squad is well below where it should be. What do you think the most important parts of the squad to strengthen are? Ben, where do you think we need to strengthen? I've got an idea in my head, so I'll tell you that after, but I want to ask you first.
0: That's good. That is good holding a play while I was uh, on mute there. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't paying attention. What was the question? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right, I was having to a drink Tom, and I thought you go Tom, straight Tom to Tom. heard the
1: question. So Tom obvious. heard the question. You've ruined that, Ben. Tom's heard the question, so I'm going to go to Tom. You don't get to answer that one now, Ben.
2: Well, He's on toast. But, um, uh, midfield. <laughs> Centre midfield. I think we're still really lacking and there's certain games where we're still going to get absolutely... Pile driver through the middle, and we're going to lose. So I think. I think we really need to the strengthen there. We can't just rely on just roles and it seems that like we're doing that at the moment. And do
1: you know what the question was now?
2: Um, where do we need to strengthen. Very good.
1: Oh, now, go. who would where, Tom said midfield? Think about that. Now, where would you say? <laughs> <stand? laughs>
0: I agree with Tom. I think midfield's so weak at the moment. Um, there's not a lot of options there. The youngsters are going through and doing a good job, but yeah, a bit more experience and just sort of give us a sort of Something different other than Volks coming on and causing carnage, you get himself booked after like twenty seconds.
1: I love Will Volks.
0: As soon as the night follows
1: day, does Will Volks come on and get a yellow card? Um... It was
0: even the stars that I said. The thing he's even going to score a thunder bastard and win it, or he's going to get sent off. It was just uh, what a in hero. The stars there. Uh, so David, cards I'm are two questions.
1: Don't interrupt me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> So David Carter, two questions and an observation. Do we need a manager to get us to the end of the season and then work out where next? Who's, If so, who's the best short-term solution and who do we want for the next five years? Are they the same? Observation, how good was Joe ross yesterday? Joe Riles is always good. Um, ben, do we need a manager to get us to the end of the season or are you happy with taking in an appointment now?
0: I'd rather if we have the right appointment, the club are comfortable with what they're doing and there's a bit of a strategy in place. Let's not waste any time. Let's get straight to work. because. Look, we've got the results are starting to take a turn and starting to look a bit better, but it can easily slip again and we need sort of a permanent fixture in place. There's only so long you can go without a manager before things start getting sort of falling away and players start asking questions of what's actually going on and it can easily drop off very quickly then. So, yeah, let's get someone in as soon as we can, as soon as the board are happy with the appointment.
1: Who do you want for the next five years, Tom? If it was... Flynn Morrison, do we see a manager lasting that long at the club, or do, are we going to have a, a couple of a couple of years out of anyone from now on?
2: It just seems that way in football, really. That you know you don't get people lasting five years as often as you used to. And yeah, I, I I'd like to think that it wouldn't be someone like Morrison and Flynn. I hope, like, if one of them gets the job permanently, I hope they surprise me. Obviously, but I don't know. I, you can see someone like a Daniel Farke or a Dean Smith doing it because they've kind of done it at the clubs they were with before, and. Mm-hmm. And you can see them doing that there. But I I can't imagine Steve Morrison staying in a job and not pissing someone off for five years. He's
1: pissed off a lot of people in football already. Uh, <clears throat> former friend of the pod, or oh, still friend of the pod, actually. He just left Twitter for a bit. Paul Grono, how important is it that the new manager has a solid head of hair? I mean, where in the job matrix does it land? Is it above tactical now, but below man management, for example? Can't wait to hear your thoughts. And Scott Salter, also friend of the pod. He didn't leave Twitter, though. This is a proven way to judge managers. Morrison has a better hair than Mick. He's also a better manager so far. What could go wrong? I'm a proponent of the strong hairline. Um, Tom, I know you're not. Uh okay. <laughs>
2: um
1: Ben, you're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Is,
2: is, 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 nope. there, a que- is there a question there or just having no, a good... I just
1: wanted to dig at <laughs> your hair like <laughs> Yeah, I am,
2: yeah, am follically challenged and I don't look think... lovely
1: right now though, to be fair.
2: I've just taken some work, mate. Um but <laughs> that's really thrown me oh, no, if, you, if, you, if you don't have hair I think you've got to jazz it up go like Paul Tisdale did with his funny hat with a feather you know yeah. he tried something Keith new. Hill always wore a hat as well yeah get a flat cap on go peelish style get a baseball yeah. cap there's options you don't have to have a good head of hair but you can style it out that's what I'm saying
1: do you think good head of hair comes above mad management though Ben well in Morrison's case probably
0: it depends on the team, doesn't it? I think David, someone like if you're managing elite players like David Beckham in his prime, I think he'd respond better to someone who knew what's going on and knew how to use some VO five or chuck some brook cream in their hair. Yeah, I mean probably. I why suppose... him, it's why him and Sir Alex and didn't work out. It's because sort of as great of a manager as Ferguson was, he probably didn't do never... much
1: with his hair, did he? He had a bit of hair, but he didn't really do much with it. Yeah, and... look, look, late nineties,
0: yeah. it was key, it was prime wet look gel era. Yeah, and right. well, Beckham Beckham had a sponsorship with brook cream. Exactly, and loads there it could he could have asked him for some, I'm sure you would have given him it.
2: Yeah, and, and the hair dryer treatment thing, it's nothing about throwing it, it's a myth, it's to do with styling tips.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, David, you need the hair, you need the hair dryer treatment. What do you mean when well, your hair's a bit fluffy? You need to put some gel in, leave in conditioner, ar- I've got argan oil, and other things. <laughs> Um, Gonzo Mackenzie, listening to the Huddersfield fans baiting us all game long in the family stand then seeing crowds of 10-year-olds singing cheerio and the occasional hand gesture of them while they all raced out as if there was a bomb in the away section Peak, Cardiff uh, CCFC related, if we're able to, who would you like to see to return from loan in January? Winter has looked good under Blackpool and I think Waters would look a lot brighter, eh? Waters a lot brighter, what? It's quite oh. a good little pun that Uh, A lot brighter under Morrison. Also, who would you like the guys to see stay at the club during the summer exodus of players out of contract? Um, I want to see Wintle back. I'd love to see Waters have a run because he's a striker that we don't have at the moment because all at the moment we have is Kiefer Moore and James Collins, um, who um, scored less than zero goals. And I think we've mentioned in previous episodes of the players that we'd like to see um, stay at the club. I think it was only really Joe Rawls and, and Sean Morrison that really come to mind out of those two, isn't it, Tom?
2: Yeah, I think I'll reevaluate there in a few weeks' time when hopefully performances pick up. But at the moment, yeah, you can't really see past just those two. With with Waters, he kind of, you know, I haven't watched a huge amount of him and MK Dons, but it reminds me three, a little three, bit. Yeah. yeah, I know, but he reminds me of a little bit like Mark Harris. Like I think they're quite similar. They make runs off, you know, off key for more. They offer mm-hmm. that kind of width and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if we try and keep both if we play either of them, but. Um, it, you know, Mark Harris hasn't got a lot of goals in his game at, at the moment, but is that because he's playing at a slightly higher level than Watters is at the moment? So it'd be an interesting one to see how that materialises. But like you said, Wintle, it, it seems like the obvious thing to bring him back when we're looking so like the midfield. And he's doing really well for Blackpool.
1: Uh, Sean Collins looked a bit dodgy passing the ball about and Pack was awful, so negative with the ball. Would rather have Riles in there. But on a positive note, we really do have some talent in the younger players. Isaac was awesome. Kieran Evans was impressive the other day. Uh, Front four of Evans, Moore, Davis and Colwell in behind is very tasty. Uh, Bluebirds passed, Ever the Optimist, 11 points off the playoffs with 29 games and 87 points available, with 201 for promotion right now, according to Died Chips. Um, Dan Lowe, should Kiefer be forced to wear a headband for every game from this point on, Ben? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Mark Carter says, should we sell them in the club shop and all wear his trademark Look. Uh, Pete Davis, can we ban the club from ever playing five at the back again? So much better playing four. I'm going back fr- and going from back to front a bit quicker, mainly using the channels. We're big, aggressive, and harder to defend from set pieces, and we've got to use that to our advantage. Tom, that just feels like us going back to what we're good at, right? Back four, getting the ball down the channels, and getting it forward quickly.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything like bad about playing five at the back. It's just how you play the five. You just don't yeah. make all of them centre backs. You know, that's all we were saying before. If you're playing like legitimate fullbacks, then it can work, you know. And like I said, if you've got, if our strength is in the air, then having three tall people at the back going forwards, you know, for free kicks and set pieces can work. It's just be a little bit more expansive and like get, and like I said, get, get the ball forward quicker. Like we weren't playing lump ball when we were under like Warnock and Harris. It, it, you know, it was, we would just get the ball forward quickly. It wasn't aimless. We were putting it in areas that we were causing problems where we moved away with away from that with McCarthy. It was literally just hit the hitting hope. But yeah, I don't think we were just bound by our formation before. I wouldn't ban five at the back, but it is nice to see us try something different every now and again against some teams. Ben, would you ban five at the back?
0: No, because I think it worked. <sighs> well, it worked for us. There was a time where it was a necessity and um, McCarthy sort of stepped on Stop it and got sensible.
1: it. Insensible, Just ban it. Get rid of it.
0: Play we're, a podcast,
1: we're a podcast of diametrically opposed opinions.
0: <laughs> fuck it ban <laughs> it yeah get rid of it
1: that's that what i wanted to hear. Uh, Tom Lewis, I think Mark Harris is class, but at the moment he shouldn't start. When he comes off the bench, his energy and directness causes so many issues for tiring defences, but doesn't seem to have much impact when he starts. And Steve Morrison is the only choice of manager now. He's already changed the way we play. We can see that on the pitch. The players obviously prefer him to Mick, and they're actually trying now. He also knows exactly what level the youngsters are at and when they'll be ready. Andrew Rogers, is Morrison the man full-time now? Not so sure. For an hour against Stoke and Huddersfield, we were terrible and drew a blank against an average QPR side. People say we've improved, but let's be honest, the playing style couldn't get any worse he's done a good job but full-time um and then someone replied to him saying he left the game early so he doesn't have a Leg like to stand on. Um, but that's, that's Twitter beef. That's not anything to do with us. Uh Connor Davis, Kifer superb today. Huge three points as well. And his back Morrison for the job. Do we get a manager in, or should you listen to our star striker and keep Morrison in the job? Uh Toggers desperately need to keep hold of Ralsey See what winter is like in January, and then make the decision on pack or volks The youth players coming through at the moment are looking brilliant. For me, at this stage, it has to be Beal or Morrison. We need to follow the progress. Um, Ian Beal, I believe, is going into the jungle, so we might not be not the jungle, the castle for I'm a celebrity, so we might that's not be able to get. Feel.
0: up north isn't it it's not like Sure, actually. if he has to get a train it's a fucker isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah you have and to go back true. into England to come yeah. around
0: he um, is going by the jungle in Australia then
1: that's true that's true Uh Dan Barnes based off what Dalman said in his press conference Morrison has to be the man for the job I don't see who would actually be able to come in and forge the under-23s into the first team which we all know is priority number one it's going to be a tough season anyway give it to the man four exclamation marks jamie stone morrison is a future number one whether that's here or somewhere else with flynn looking like he's here i with here appointing flynn is a disappointment ellis hearn look i don't want morrison as our full-time manager if we have not got a manager about to take the reins, so let's keep him to the end of the season and make a decision from there i feel like taking out the youth picture could hinder more um, academy prospects reaching the first team Stephen Williams, what's the most outlandish name you've seen put forward for the manager's job? I just saw someone calling for Roy Hodgson the other day. Um anyone seen any more, any worse ones than Roy Hodgson?
0: No, but that's I, I love a shout.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <An laughs> owl
0: managing the bluebirds.
1: I is he even managing anymore. Is he basically retired?
0: No, he left Palace, didn't he? And then
1: Yeah, but I didn't know if he'd like that, he'd actually retired or I think
0: he just... said that was it for him because it was a sort of this is by your club, was it, Palace? It was quite a nice way to go out.
1: Yeah I can, you know I mean people always mention Eddie Howe right um Eddie Howe was always the name that was mentioned that I was just like absolutely not he's not coming here um Asa Terry huge talking points opinion on Michael Flynn being at the stadium Steve Morrison full time the headband I think we've covered all that off so far Yayan would you have Warnock back if we get Warnock what would that mean for the youth in the squad Tom if Warnock did come back it would mean we'd never see any of those youth players ever again
2: Yeah I don't know. I don't know. We wouldn't have 11 people upon the field. You'd be like, you're too young. You're not playing. We've got them, we. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll go out there. I can't get, I can't get a team out.
1: Like, I, you yeah. know, great butcher lads, but I can't get a team
0: out. Well, you, get... you say they, no, I'm not going to say excited. I was going to say something slanderous. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> well, good job that you recognize you're going to say something
1: slanderous. You've grown. Uh, You've well done, mate. Yeah. That's human growth. Rhys Gilbert. Do you think Warnock will be involved in any way with Cardiff? Um, Ben, there was always rumours that Neil Harris was kind of involved in a few meetings and stuff around the um, around the managerial appointment. Do
0: you think they would speak to Warnock about it, or do you think that bridge is burnt? I think it's pretty clear that bridge is burnt. You've got Warnock mugging off Dalman any chance he gets in press conferences, and I, I don't think the feeling is quite as mutual. The friendship's quite as mutual between Dalman and Warnock because it seems it's Warnock so, War- played it out in the press conferences.
1: <laughs> is Warnock leaving Dalman on two blue ticks?
0: Yeah, I think... No, no, I don't don't think it's that. I think Dalman's not sending Warnock messages while Warnock's just taking the piss knowing it's winding him up. (laughs) Um, Oliver Reese, don't know what I'm more shocked about, and he spelt that
1: M-O-O-R-E. Very clever. In fact, we won, scored two goals, or Bakuna had a good game. That's two and two good games for Bakuna so far. Uh, Michael Ude, who should a team be built around in the next five years? I'm saying Colwell, Davis, Zimba, Evans and Bowen. Tom, that's a pretty good spine, isn't it?
2: It's not too bad, yeah. You know, they've got a lot to prove, but... We've, like, we've said this in countless times now. We've been crying out for youth players coming through. And it's not just one or two every now and again. There's just there's an absolute batch of them coming through. And there seems yeah. to be even more in the 18s at the moment. You know, there seems to be a real kind of, I don't know, feel-good factor around our youth teams that we haven't had for probably decades. I so, don't know
1: if you saw the Caleb Hughes free kick against Swansea um, under-18s. Huh? Okay. Absolute banger. Um, I'm allowed to say that because my friend's his agent um but um he says he says Caleb Hughes and i think is it king as well those two from the under 18s are going to be as good if not better than some of the players who are coming through in the under 23s so well,
2: more more could have, well.
1: in a few years time we could have a real a real st- eight or nine players who have come from the youth squads, which is unbelievable for us. Um, The Martini police, put your Martini away, Ben. Opinions on Sean Morrison this season. He's been a fan favourite for many years for obvious reasons, but he's not really seemed good enough this season at all. Is it time for us to drop him and let the youngsters come through? Um, It's quite sad, isn't
0: it, Ben? But it does feel like that it could be the end
1: of Sean Morrison this season.
0: Yeah, it feels like it's slowly fading out. Um, It's starting to feel very much like when Hudson left the club. Sort of Mm. a peripheral figure in the team. When he does come in, he's not hitting the heights he should do. And it's crazy how what a year or two off winning Player of the Season, he's sort of now becoming sort of a player end of the contract injury sort of slowly catching up for him. The way he's put his body on the line for the club over the last seven is it seven or eight years? Been here since twenty fourteen, I think. Yeah, yeah. So he's been absolutely fantastic, but um, yeah, it it does feel like his time with the club is slowly winding down.
2: It doesn't help, shame. though. It doesn't help when we've had a non-existent midfield all year when people are just getting yeah. free run at our centre-backs. Oh, yeah. Because they've always had their limitations, our centre-backs. You know, if we put them in a foot race or something, they're not often going to win it. And, you know, this year has really highlighted it. He's on a bit of a downward curve, and we haven't got a midfield at the same time, so it just kind of exacerbates it. He's it the perfect
1: form. of oh, fuck, wasn't it? Mm. last season at the end of last season he was integral to everything we did he was uh, almost looking like he was at his best again you know the yeah. Swansea game in particular we won 1-0 it was a, a real backline performance that drove the rest on and it's a sh- I
0: think injuries just have caught up to him and
1: but I also um, think that
0: you've got your last like we said a few weeks ago last year of the contract yeah <clears throat> not gonna risk serious injury after you've seen what's happened with Joe Bennett and sort of seeing the club pulled the contract offer from Bennett um you're not going to take that risk you. You're going to say, all right, well, I'll just move on to another club. He'll, he'll pick up another club, either lower half of the championship or top half of League One very easily. And, yeah, play the same way for them. You can't really argue with them as much as like people like to think that players will give it their all. Those there's, they're, they're only human. There's going to be psychological factors that get in the way of these things Yeah, happening. So, yeah, it's not. there's a lot going on with Morrison more than just uh, Morrison, two R's. Two R's, yeah. Two R's, just checking. you saying it with one R? Morrison. <laughs> yeah,
1: there we go. Um If the club had any sense, they would keep Morrison in charge. That's Morrison with one R. You noticed how I said that confusing until the now. end of the season and give the youngsters experience. <laughs> what did you say, sorry?
2: It's just getting confusing now, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to make it a One of them's got to go. Uh, and give the youngsters. So I'll start. I'll start this one again. Sorry. If the club had any sense, this is from Stephen Williams. They should keep Morrison one R in charge until the end of the season. Give the youngsters experience as we hopefully creep away from the bottom three. With that in mind, I totally expect us to appoint someone else who is underwhelming and shit. And that's the Cardiff way. Uh, <laughs> Craig Kino, uh simple Morrison till the end of the season at least January. Uh, Jordan Hearn, Morrison getting one draw, one loss, one win against teams fighting for promotion. Surely he should be given a chance. Alan Grimes must keep Morrison. He's got two R's there. So I assume he means Sean, uh, Stephen, uh, Sean Morrison. <laughs> um, no, <it's> so confusing. <laughs> uh, real excited players <laughs> coming through and no one knows them better than him. No, he means 1R Morrison. Frisbee, who do we recall from loan? That's Ryan Winslow. And I've saved the best question to last. And I think this one could really separate the wheat from the chaff here. Would you rather fight 10 Isaac Davis-sized Kiefer Moores or one Gary Medeem?
0: I'd fight Gary Medine because he'll pay you, allegedly.
1: Yeah, allegedly he'll pay you. So you've gone with Gary Medine, Tom.
2: I wouldn't want to get him in the Gary Medine in the fight. I'd go for the was it the Isaac Davis sized Kiefer Moore's? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still quite big though, isn't it? Because Isaac Davis isn't you know he's not a, he's not f- one foot tall.
0: Yeah, you
2: just no, and, he, and
0: he put what's his name? Uh, one of the other defenders on their ass. I thought was it him Jonathan Hogg. Yeah. No, no, you've no, gone off. Og went off after like twenty minutes injured. It was beautiful. Good, you fucking twat. Um, I think I'd fight Gary Bedeem because I think it'd be a laugh.
1: Like, it'd Just be have funny. a good time. You'd be like, "How we, Gary lad? Let's have a go." Um, also, he's in good to form to at the F- moment.
0: At Chelsea Fergo.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's in good form at the moment as well. I think he scored a penalty at the weekend. He got one the game before, which is a really nice finish. Um, and he, he said, and he said about his Saturday. And Tom, you can attest to this being completely untrue. On <laughs> on EFL on Quest, they said, uh, "So what are you to do after the game?" He's like, "Oh, you after a game, after a good day's work, I don't really like to do much. I had to go home and eat a takeaway and just chill out." Tom, Fucking is that bollocks.
0: true? Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> he does eat. He does go home and eat a takeaway and chill out at yeah, three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> three in the morning.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. From from a, a less uh, from a, a less salubrious establishment than a uh, just eat kind of place it's just whatever he can find on his way home um and that was a twitter question yeah that was a twitter question you had a lot keep them coming in uh twitter.com forward slash dft ninian um ben there's also some news off the pitch in recent weeks uh the introduction of cardiff being um one of the first of six teams i believe to introduce safe standing um first to trial safe standing you'll never sing that was the tweet um uh, it's exciting isn't it ben that one safe standing is coming back but two that we're also as a football club at the forefront of it
0: yeah, it's the most forward-thinking like forward thinking thing I think the club's ever done. There must have been a grant involved. It's the only reason they'd have gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> so club like, it. there's a tax break here. <laughs> yeah. Save a few quid here, lads. Um, they're going to sell the seats off, aren't they? That's what they're going to do. What, to sell them to, to, to people to take home? Well, just summon. They'll, they'll, they'll They'll find a way of making money from it. <laughs> they need it. Uh, but yeah, it's great to see the club go for it and sort of like the canton's been a standing area for ages. It'll be nice to see people leaving there not limping and having their shins broken when there are limbs because I can imagine on Saturday the limbs, 93rd minute winner. It's great, but Christ your shins it afterwards today.
1: Yeah, yeah. The amount of chairs I've fallen over. Um, Tom, you 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 tend to sit in a canton stand or stand in the canton stand for uh, Wales games and things like that. Are you gonna aim for the safe standing? Is that something that appeals to you?
2: Yeah, my regular Seat slash standing area is up there. So, yeah, definitely. And I, To be fair to the club, reading between the lines on Twitter or reading what people were just saying on Twitter, there's no lines to read between. um This has been dialogue that's been going on for years as well and people have been pushing for it. And it's nice to see that the club have actually embraced that because we give them a lot of stick for their communication with our supporters, clubs and our fans. But this is one that they've actually got right. Because yeah. I haven't seen anyone really who was against this it just makes complete sense doesn't it and yeah no fair play to them it's really good to see
1: but I also I think it makes complete sense but also it gives people a space to know that they can go and stand in right I think that part of the issue part of the issues that are caused are when people try to stand in areas where the people traditionally sit like if you if you go to the grandstand you know you're not going to stand up but now you have a designated area which is going to become I assume uh you know once the trial's done that whole area might become a safe standing stand from you know top to bottom and that just creates a, a place where everyone who wants to stand can just go right, we'll go there and stand. And it doesn't create any animosity around the
0: ground. I think it's for once we can praise the club on this one, can't we? Ben. It's gonna make stewards' lives a lot easier as well, isn't it? Because yeah. there's they're told a lot of them are told, like especially in the Indian stand, uh, where I sit, there's a lot of people told to sit down. They refuse to do so. At least now they can club and go, look, if you want to stand, you stand there. If you want to other than that, it is a it's seating. And yeah, stops it because it's caused lots of problems. There's some old guys around sort of where I sit that when you've got someone on like a day ticket that stands constantly, ruins their view and they can't see for anything. So yeah, it's gonna be, it's just going to be a better thing. It's going to improve the atmosphere. It's going to make life easier for stewards, stop confrontation. Yeah, it's just a good move all around and well done to the club.
2: Um, do you echo those thoughts? Do you want to add anything there? Uh, I, yeah, I've already said my thoughts, but I'll <laughs> say they've done a good job again.
1: There we go. Just wanted to get everyone giving the, the, the club a nice bit of praise. The, the club deserve it. They've been trying really hard recently. Um, of course, um, the safe standing comes in right at a really nice time for the international break. Um, two home games for Wales at the CCS, Belarus and Belgium. Um, Kiefer Moore's going in with a nice bit of confidence. Colwell Harris also in the squad. I think Volks is in the squad as well. Um, ben, how do you see these two games going for Wales? have to,
0: have to get four points at least, don't we? Um, yeah. Hopefully the Belgians qualify on Saturday, and are either pissed or sent home. The good players are sent home or injured for then the but Tuesday game. A few
1: players drop out. T. Elements dropped out today. Um, Lukaku is out.
0: Lukaku's, Lukaku's already out, is out. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if there's any further players out, but um, this it's, it's a good little omen, isn't it, Tom?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, I think having them in that last game, it you know could be absolutely key. Um, they they shouldn't need anything from it. It's just hopefully we don't fluff our lines against Belarus because we've got away with it away from home. But they haven't won away from home in years, Belarus. So, you know, we've oh, got to that. Well, yeah, uh, a, a it's podcast. Like, we're meant to say stuff.
1: It's like on, it was like on Football Manager <laughs> where it was like, um, you know, your, your team are playing against a, a player who's had a, a nine-hour goal drought. He would score against you within the first half an hour, no matter what <laughs> happened. It was always... um. What's his name, Patrick Agumang He used to play for like Preston and QPR. He would always be on a goal drought when he played against my Cardiff teams on FM, and then he would score within half an hour against me.
0: Aguimang um, was a digimon, money. not
1: he? What's his name? It was Patrick, yeah, yeah, Agum- yeah, Patrick Agumang He used to play yeah. for, um, yeah, Agumang He was, um, I'm just going to go through his That's career from Walthamstown, <laughs> yeah. Um, he played for some great clubs, as well as playing for people like QPR and Preston. He finished his career at Baffin's Milton Rovers, which isn't a real football side. And then Cray Valley Paper Mills. <laughs> <laughs> They're a yeah. Yeah, real football side. Um, Baffin, Baffin's Milton Rovers play in the Wessex League, for those who are interested. Um, and of course, They sound like they play on the... Pro Evo. Yeah, they sound like, yeah. Who, who would they be, though, on Pro Evo? Like Bristol Rovers?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Um, international break isn't just for the players this time, though, is it, Tom Phillips? Um, uh, it's it's a big moment for all three of us, isn't it? Um, as we have also received our our first ever call ups of the the Wales national side.
2: Yeah, it could be a very interesting weekend. Yeah, we've had our call up for the alternative Wales eleven to mm-hmm. face um, to face the Wales supporters team. The the squad hasn't been officially announced yet, so you know this could be a spoiler. But, you know, i as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I haven't played in seven years. So I'm like I, for one can't wait. Um, so the details of the game, uh, just to, before we get
1: into taking the piss out of ourselves, um, it's Alternative Wales 11 versus the Wales Supporters Team. Uh, it's at the House of Sport on Saturday, the 13th of November, kickoff at 2pm. It's a free entry, uh, but the, the game is um, uh, asking for donations to towards um, ten of us cancer care, basically. Um, I think it's um, for, for David Brooks and um, another person's name, I can't remember, Tom. Bar- Dan, Dan Bracken
2: and uh, Barden, sorry, Dan Barden. Dan,
1: Barden, Dan Barden. Sorry. I couldn't remember his first name then, but I can remember his second name. So yeah, justgiving.com forward slash Wales DBDB to make any um any donations there. Um it's free entry, kick off two PM. Um all three of us are going to be involved in some capacity. Um Ben, how honored are you to to get the call up?
0: I'm buzzing. I really am. I think it's gonna be a great laugh. Um yeah, can't wait to do it. Um, you know, you've you have you have come through the ranks at Rogerston. Um, you you've
1: you've made a big impact there and and now you've got the call up for Wales. How proud are you of this moment?
0: Yeah, it's nice to know after sort of my hard work plunging away in the Rogerstone thirds, coming off the bench and affecting games for literal minutes, <laughs> um, I'm finally getting a call up to the alternative Wales side. Um,
1: Tom, you, you mentioned there that you haven't played in, in uh, six or seven years. So this must be quite a shock for you to, to have been called up to, to represent your country in this way.
2: Yeah, you know, they say never write it off. You know, there's always hope. Um, well, you but you never it, retired,
1: right? You never retired properly for international football. You always had your hat in the ring.
2: Yeah, you know, I peaked at 15 and I thought, you know, <laughs> I thought my time had been gone, to be honest. You know, I play a bit of five-a-side every now and again. And obviously someone was out there watching. I don't know what they We're watching me, but they must still give me for someone else. But yeah, you know, they, I've, I've offered my services. I'll say I'll play in goal or an off the bench target man. So I'm just really wondering how short are they that the three of us have had a caller, but I'll speak for yourself. Oh yeah, you played a regular yeah, basis. I'm interested but... here because you proper fancy yourself, don't you? Now? yeah, don't, mate. really fancy He didn't think we'd ever see him play. This is the no, problem now. Giving a big in this getting out now. This would be video. Listen,
1: guys, it's not my first charity game rodeo. If we go back to the the, the Cardiff City message board versus Anna's Abraham message board game uh, for the Fred Kino statue in 2010, oh, I
0: remember that Baker
1: game. Yeah, yeah Baker. Well, I guess you got man of the match. Huh, not. Well, you. there were two. There were two games. <laughs> I yeah, think. The... <laughs> I played in the second game. I didn't play in the one with Baker, but I played in the second game. Uh, CCMB ran out victors four uh, two. I scored a brilliant penalty. A couple of assists from centre half, and I got man of the match. Um, so you know, if I can, if I can reignite the form of uh, eleven eight, years ago, years ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I've still got it. I think. Um, I think I'm in with a good shout of, of putting in a good performance. Um, i in
0: there somewhere. Oh, I'm looking forward to that first pass going straight out for a throw in. Yeah, I'll do it
1: for you, mate. I'll do it for you.
0: Um, the
1: rest of the team will be announced by Alternative Wales, I believe, on uh, the same day that this podcast comes out, which is uh, Wednesday the 11th of November? or oh, 10th of November. Sorry, i got my he dates all Phillips,
0: Who is representing us now will be announcing the rest of the team. And yeah. I'm sure there'll be some high-quality members in that side, as always, with his thorough scouting.
2: Well, well, there's um, a Derek Brockway, isn't there? I've seen that. Yeah, on Twitter.
0: I've I have seen that on Twitter, um, and I'm
1: excited. I've heard he can do a job in midfield. Um,
2: what, Derek Brockway. Yeah, yeah. They, Rockway, they asked yeah.
1: him. He liked the. tweet. They asked him. He liked the tweet, so that's basically a call up in my book. Oh, connected um, yeah. If you want more information about the the game itself, listen to the Alternative Wales podcast. Uh, You can find it on usual podcast platforms, uh, Alternative Wales, and check out Alt Wales on Twitter. That's alt underscore Wales. Uh, Justgiven.com forward slash Wales, DBDB for any donations. As I said, it's free entry with kickoff at 2 p.m. Uh, The rest of the squad will be announced tomorrow. Um, Tom, we've got down here, how do you describe your playing style? Uh, No
2: nonsense. Well, non-existent it has (laughs) been... Recently, but no, I I was a, a center half by trade, but I don't trust myself to mark anyone at the moment. So I'm yeah, I'm going to be a no nonsense target man. I've decided. or go- I'm, I'm I'm an all right goalkeeper. You've seen me play at various, you know, five sides and six asides I can do a job. So yeah, yep. let's see where they put me.
1: Ben Price, how do you describe your playing style? Um, an orthodox,
0: I think, is the best way to describe it. <laughs> Southport. <Pole. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unusual stance normally on my head. Um, Yeah. Um, I'm in at the moment. So yeah, I've, I played, I've had one train session in eight weeks and I hurt myself again. So I'm hoping I'm coming off the bench and playing a hold in field role to go with my Edgar David style goggles. So <laughs> you're going to, we'll, you're going to be, you're either going to come off, come up, come on for 10 minutes at the end of the game or start the game and go off after five minutes with an injury. Oh, like hundred percent. Yeah. I'm shitting myself for that. I've got my uh, kinesis tape ready to go. <laughs> a shitload of ibuprofen. What's your beautiful. style,
2: Ben? Sorry, we, we, you know we get around most weeks. We're not asking you questions. What's well, your style? Asking, ben? No problem. I, you. I, um, I can. Tell you what his playing style? Is he posts it in the WhatsApp
0: group every fucking chance he gets? So yeah, I did. Um, I'm a I'm a no nonsense centre half who um uh
1: who will take the man, not the ball, um <laughs> any 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 possible opportunity. Um, I've got long hair, so I like to say I play a bit like Glenn Leuven's, Um, but I'm not Dutch. Um, and um. Other things that we won't go into at this stage. Uh, <laughs> um, but I played. I played on Sunday and I had a pretty good game on Sunday. Um, uh, our, our holding midfielder said to me that he really enjoys playing with me because I'm solid, um, solid as a rock at the back. Um, did a massive header that I think concussed me a little bit. Um, so more of that on so- Saturday, please. That really set me up lovely for the game, wouldn't it? Going to the
0: game Just for the a header concussion. Yeah. out cold with the first header would be spectacular.
1: Oh no, I wouldn't knock myself out. I'll just rattle my brain around a little bit in my, in my Nothing
2: wrong with that. Um
1: To round off this conversation about our football um, and our, our playing styles. Um, I guess the question is really your choice of boots for the game on Sunday. It's on a 4G, 3G pitch, um, Ben. And I think your choice of boots says a lot about you and the way you play. So what boots will you be wearing on Sunday?
0: I've got some, I've got a choice between two. There's a black pair of Adidas that I can't remember what the name are. They were 20 quid from Sports Direct. Good. Or I've got some lovely Adidas Predators that I play in goal with. Um black and red. They are what things. Be- preds. They're modern ones. I couldn't find the classics. I've been looking online for weeks for classic preds and I found a pair that I thought was going to get for a bargain. They went for 115 quid in the end. That is to be honest, mate, for classic preds, that's a bargain. It's not bad, but I just couldn't justify doing it. So yeah, they're uh, they're a year old and they're a thing of beauty. So they'll probably get a run out. On the foot on, on the
2: Phillips. surface. Uh, depending on the surface, I've got all black, always all black. Um or all, all dark colours, because none of that flashy stuff coming from me. I've got some Puma Kings there. They might they might get a run out. Or yeah, just just various. I've got about five different pairs of yeah. dark coloured boots because I don't want to be drawing no attention <laughs> to myself. What I
0: like is the man that hasn't played for six years properly has got f- like more pairs of boots than anyone else here.
2: Oh yeah, I still dream about it, mate. You know, I just he's got he, he hasn't got more pair, pair of boots than me. I've <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. I've
1: got I've got yeah, I've got I've got a selection here that I can choose from. I think I'm gonna go with my my red coppers because it's a Wales game. Um and then my most recent one. So the same pair of boots that Declan Rice wears. Um he's not as good as me. Um he actually wore those boots because he knew I bought them. Um so he's gonna wear those. Um but if 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 I don't fancy those on a day, I've got a pair of Nike Premier in brown and blue, which are quite nice. Um so I've got options. I got different options.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying I got carried away, but at the off chance that I might get a call up in goal, I did buy the full 2014-15 Wales goalie kit. So <laughs> and it
1: might not arrive by Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So I took What while am gonna do with it then? Why do you get it posted it
1: to your you get posted to your flat? Yeah. Why do you get it posted to you where you're gonna be on Saturday? I didn't think it would take two weeks to turn up, did I? Oh, fair. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: Will fair I get enough. away with these bad boys? That's the question. They are white with red with red blades. Basically, right.
1: I just wear I wear whatever I want. Um, and if you know, I I see people on a Sunday league pitch who are cloggers wearing pink boots, and I'm like, you can't get away with it. But you know, who's going to stop them?
2: Yeah, but you are on about not drawing attention to yourself. You probably shouldn't be asking the man with long hair and a moustache. To be honest, <laughs> so. <laughs> At least I'm not going
0: to have to play in goggles. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, we're really not selling ourselves. Are we? So come down and have a um, look at this shit.
1: Yeah. Co- yeah. Say, so come down. Have a watch. It's all for a good cause. It's 2 p.m. on Saturday at the House of Sport. Um, uh, like I say, kick off 2pm, free entry, donations to justgiving.com forward slash Wales, db, db. Um, straight into Canton after the game, so will be in time for uh, a couple of jars before the football itself. Um, and I think it's going to be a lovely occasion. It's very well organised by Alternative Wales, and I'm excited to um, make an absolute tit of myself in front of a small crowd. Um, so I'm enjoying myself. Um, and that's it for another view from the Ninian this week. Uh, ben, how would you rate the podcast this week?
0: Oh, solid eight and a half out of ten.
1: Solid eight and a half. Tom, do you any advances on eight and a half?
2: Uh, No, not a chance there's any advances on eight and a half, no. I I think
1: eight and a half's pretty good. And it's a good job really that on iTunes where we'd like you to leave a review, you can only go to five stars. Um, So if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, if you enjoy our podcast, helps with our rankings on the uh, iTunes store and Spotify, I believe. Um, If you like what we do, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash VFT Ninian. If you want to give us a little bit of money for doing what we do, because we do this for the love, not the money, you can go to kofi.com forward slash VFT Ninian. And we'll be back Probably in the next 10 days or so um, once the international break's over, won't we, Ben?
0: We shall. Looking forward to it already.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it already. We're all going to the game on Saturday, so if you, you see us in the crowd, don't say hello. Um, it's our days off. We're just trying to watch the football. Um, but say hello at the at the, uh, at the charity game. So, Tom, once again, thanks for joining me. Cheers, mate. Ben, uh, Forza Jürgen.
0: Forza. I, I hope he hasn't gone out. I, I had to leave because <laughs> I didn't realise... I can really bake off an hour and 15 minutes now not an hour so I haven't actually seen who's gone so if he's oh, gone oh good I, enough for you I'm you fucking gutted boys if he's gone
2: right nearly half time pal your turn to get the ground round in off you go
0: no you get
1: this one in mate because I've got the beer sorted for later
2: what do you mean you've got the beer sorted for later I got the last one you know that's not how the ground round works
1: listen here bud how does the offer of free beer sound
2: what do you mean free beer no such thing mate just go and get them in man
1: serious now All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN and cover just £5.95 for the postage and you'll get your first case of eight globally sourced, fresh as can be craft beers delivered right to your doorstep. What I mean is I've already got hours waiting for us after this and we'll need them after watching this shambles. What's the catch here now? Who are these people? Beer52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month they send a case of craft beer from a different part of the world. Recent cases have included beer from the Alps, New Zealand, the USA, Ireland, Korea, and Germany. Bloody yeah, hell, that's not bad, is it? Yep. And if you do change your mind, you can pause or cancel your account at any time you like.
2: Cracking. So, how do I get it again? All you
1: need to do is go to www.beer52, that's the numbers 52.com forward slash VFTN to get your first case of eight beers for just five ninety five. That's www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN. Sound? Pie with a pint then? You know I never say no to a pie.